I'm Chris Hagen. For those who don't know, I've been a language coach for many years. In my career, I've taught a wide variety of people from famous singers and radio presenters to doctors, uni students, and yes, even desperate housewives trying to find an English lover. I finally decided to share my thoughts, tips, and tricks with the world. Also check out my YouTube channel if you want to see my ugly mush. So let's kick off this podcast with a great jingle. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. Here for you comes in your ears, another word for things is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block, here for you around the clock. Shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Chris. We're back again with me and... Ayo. And me. Okay. So, Ayo, <laughs> question for you. Yes. I found out recently that a woman married the colour pink. What's your opinion? The colour pink? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, love is love, you know. If she feels like <laughs> <laughs> pink is what she loves and she wants to spend her, the rest of her life with pink, why not? Mm, but do you think it's possible to marry a colour? I don't think it's possible, but she thinks mm. it's possible. What, we might as well. <laughs> what would you marry if you couldn't marry a human? Ooh, that's food. What food? Something specific? Oh. It's sushi? No. No, no I don't like it. It would have to be something Nigerian because I would, if I'm stuck with one type of food, I need my Nigerian food in my life. I need spice and... Mm. Chili. Tell us about tell us a bit about Nigerian food then. Oh, Nigerian food is very exotic. Um, mm-hmm. You can get different variations of meat, <laughs> some strange ones. You can have liver, cow foot. Cow foot. They, they don't sound great in English, but they don't in sound a great dish, in any language. I don't think. In a dish, it's absolutely delicious. Mm, okay. you, sh- you should try it. Okay, I don't think I will, but okay. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. Okay, so who's our first guest, or who's our guest for today? Our guest for today is... Now there was a time When they used to see That behind every great tile There had to be a great shame Hello, Shane. Hello, Chris again. Hello, we have a question from Joel. Hi, Joel. Joel, sorry. The pronunciation there. Hey, okay, you've got a cold. You're fine. You're <laughs> forgiven this time. And he probably never listens to this anyway, even though he's asked the question. But there you go. So, Joel asked, "What? It, what? I mean, do all boys' schools and all girls' schools, all like Hogwarts, basically, exist in Ireland? Did you go to one? What are they like? Etc. Etc. So, in Ireland, it is pretty common for there to be all boys' schools and all girls' schools rather than mixed. There obviously are mixed schools. Because you're all horny wee children. Yeah. <laughs> 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 mixed schools for those who are that way inclined. Um, yeah. But grow- fact, I went to a mixed school. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pregnant at 11. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's pretty common for, for us to go through life, um, our teens, growing up... Um, surrounded by boys if you're a boy and surrounded by girls if you're a girl and the the only time you get to really see somebody from another school is when there's teenage discos or whatever so things can get quite handsy very quickly mm. when it's when it's your one one opportunity um but yeah typical typical for us to have to be split around red where i live <clears throat> excuse me um there are three boys schools four all girls schools and there's only one mixed school so, all where you live? 
yeah. How many people are there where you live? That's a quite a big suburb. Um, so they're all they're all within a, a short distance, um, which obviously brings up a bit of rivalry. But it's mm. interesting. Um, like snowball fights between yeah, schools. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. They happen at our school. It's interesting um, going to school in an all boys school because it's mm. it gets quite masculine, very competitive as you can imagine um, i imagine other things i don't, imagine <laughs> but, I don't but, know i uh, don't know what it's like at a girl's school you know we, we can't imagine the same we just they're all doing each other's hair and gossip <laughs> gossiping and whatnot but, but uh, is it like in hogwarts then is i Hog- mean hogwarts was a mixed school anyway but like the boys were like in one room all together and the girls there's still a boarding school they're still yeah kind of separated but you also just completely all boys completely boys mm. and, and what then, did you but you did you stay there as well or only went there in the day just just it was a day school there are boarding oh, okay. there are boarding schools mm. um but for me it was just day school i'm happy that that was the case because you can then get to enjoy some life rather than oh, being yeah. trapped trapped somewhere i don't know did you go to a boarding school or was it a day school as well no mine was a day school day yeah. school yeah no i would have broke out <laughs> no no christ no the the least amount of time as possible i wanted to spend around those people yeah i, have, I still have some friends from school but only because of like facebook and instagram and this thing but no no, no, I didn't. I didn't like studying fine, but being in the school situation, I don't like it. As a teacher, okay, but as a student, in fact, I'm a terrible student. That's quite interesting then that you've you've turned the turned the tables and gone from mm. someone who doesn't like being in school to now because I'm the boss. You are the boss. It's the opposite. The teachers are not. In fact, it was it was nice because many years after I left school, I found I got in contact with one of my teachers, one of my old teachers, and didn't realise that it was her. I thought oh. it was someone I went to school with. And then I realised, oh, well, was, she, was she my teacher? And yeah, it was really weird. It was weird. So but, she reached out to you? Yeah, yeah, on Facebook. I, I never I never used it, so I didn't see it until like months after. But what do you think about the, the idea of the all-boys school? Do you think it's a good thing or do you think it should be mixed? I've heard, obviously growing up um, in an all-boys school and then when you, you venture out into the world and you meet people who have been to mixed schools, you kind of have that conversation about what the benefits and stuff and... I've never heard anybody in a mixed school say they wish they were in a, a split school because they've, mm. they've probably enjoyed having the experience of being mixed all together and you kind of you kind of get that you an understanding of the opposite sex and, mm, and flirting. W- what they're going mm. through and how, how to flirt and how to speak to the opposite sex. I mean, for us, it was um, very much so every, every day was a competition and you mm. were... It was uh, survival of the fittest in, in an all boys school, so it kind of it it gives you um it gives you a little bit of competitiveness. I'm sure it gives you a little bit of um, fire in the belly to like always be the best. Mm. Um, and at the same time, it probably didn't help when it came to speaking to girls <laughs> because you had <laughs> you run away. Yeah, they were they were still this you know um, untouchable thing like that you could you couldn't see only only every occasion where there was a teenage disco or something whereas mm. someone from a mixed school is is probably very comfortable speaking to, to girls when they're growing up because you know you have to when you're in the same classroom so it gives you gives you different kind of different confidences mm. like i could say but with, being with all the boys or so it's more like rivalry at the end of the day it that's when you were more sporty as well at school yeah i mean everything everything in a classroom everything in a school can be turned into a throwing object or a football even um, people <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> everything can be turned uh, into sport or competition and mm. that that tends to be the case which probably isn't great for people who aren't interested in that kind of thing mm. um 
But did you? Are you still friends with people from from your school? Yes. Um, when I do go home to Dublin, we always try and we always try and meet up, and um, there is a good good kind of core group of people who I I tend to see. Um, do you still throw each other around the room? <laughs> we, we throw things at each other still, yeah. Ah, okay, so keep keep so nostalgic. Keep, keep that childish uh, yeah. uh, humour going, yeah. Yeah, good. So you're still friends with these people? Still friends, yeah. yeah. It's funny when I go back to England and I find people in supermarkets or offices or wherever, and they go, hi, Chris. I'm like, who the hell are you? <laughs> Once it was really embarrassing because I won't say his name because I don't know what he's doing now. He was a student teacher at our school. He was teaching a subject. Um my friends who I still speak to from school who are listening to this know who he is. And one day I went into the supermarket and he was stacking shelves. And I thought, I really know this guy. Who the hell is he? And he was the bloody supply teacher. But uh, he was also working in the supermarket. And he, he said hello to me. And I thought, but he looks older than me. Where the hell is this guy from? And then when a couple of weeks later he came into the school, I'm like, it's you from Tesco. It's <laughs> like... Ah, okay. And but I didn't I didn't say it out loud. I didn't embarrass the poor guy. He's clearly got a talent. For stacking shelves. For stacking and stocking. <laughs> stacking and stocking. Yeah, and he was a teacher. I hope hopefully now for him that he's a a good teacher and teaching and doing everything. Yeah, yeah I don't want to go back to school. <laughs> so thank you very much. You answered Joel's question very well. And Thanks we'll for the speak question, to you soon. Bye bye. Bye. <coughs> What's left here now? Don't forget to follow all our social media accounts. Mondays we have Business English, Tuesdays English Uncovered, that's the podcast, Wednesdays Say It Right, Thursdays Fun Facts. Fridays, the penis on the table. Yes, it is. Saturdays, sing it right. And on Sundays, everyday English. You can find all the links in the description. She likes to go line dancing five days a week. She danced so much she had to get to your knees. Her cheese and onion pie is the very best. Or try her big quilt tart and forget the rest. La 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 la, her name is Pat. La 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 la, her name is Pat. Hello, Pat. Hi, Chris. Hello. Now today, every well, every week, everyone's listened to your wonderful jingle, and inside in the jingle, it talks about your Bakewell tart. Explain what is a Bakewell tart. Well, a Bakewell tart is pastry on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And um, the filling inside is, well, some people would just do a sponge cake and pour it in. There's, you put jam on the pastry, sorry. And then... So the pastry's on the bottom? Yeah, pastry on the bottom. You put jam on the pastry. On the pastry. Yeah. What, what jam? Well, it depends which kind you like, but um, you can what put do you any. Do? What do you I, but I like... Because you say your Bakewell tart is the best, so what your well, recipe? Well, I like strawberry or blueberry or... Mm-hmm. I probably strawberry was the last one I put on. Okay. I think... You the one see, I ate the other week was? I think that strawberry. was strawberry, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Um, and then the the filling um, in inside. Now, a lot of people just make a, a cake mixture and put it in and call that a baked world's hat. Myself, I like to make the the one with um, ground almonds in. Um, mm-hmm. So so you don't put... Well, you, the recipe I've been using is very little flour. It's mostly ground almonds, sugar... Um, butter and you know so you mix it uh, very much like a, a, 
a sponge cake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in place of the, fl- the flour that you put in, you put the ground almonds, um, and then it's um, you know it's quite a like a, a soft mixture. Mm-hmm. And but that's what gives it the flavour. And then when it's done, you can when it's cooked. You can put ice on the top or not. It's I icing. Put, nice. I, yeah, icing. <laughs> yeah, icing. Yeah, icing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I put that on the top, but you don't have to. Some people. No, you have to. You have to. Well, I like ice. Mm-hmm. See, some people put um, like chopped almonds, but I don't care mm-hmm. for nuts, so I don't put chopped almonds on. Mm-hmm. Um, but but to me, it's the ground almonds in the you know in the mixture that gives it the. Mm. Flavor. And on top of the icing, what do you put? Cherries. Because I like cherries, but again, it's not compulsory. Mm. And so, do you think English desserts are the best in the world? Well, yeah, I just like desserts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so you also make apple pie. How do yeah. you make your apple pie? So you've given us your recipe for, well, not the, re- the recipe, you didn't tell how long to cook the things for, but I'm sure online people can find it. Yeah. But your apple pie, how do you make your apple pie? Well, the ap- again, the apple pie, you can just make it with a basic pastry, you know, um, flour and rub the uh, the butter into do it. Do you make the pastry from scratch? But, yes. Uh, you yeah. do? Oh, yeah. Okay, you yeah. don't buy it in the shop. No, I have done in the past, but mm. I, I mean, I try and I try to, you know, for, Do to it make yourself. it myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I found a nice. Well, I think it's a nice recipe for uh, for a for apple pie. It's a sweet pastry, and I found it by chance because um, I was uh, I switched on a cookery program one day. It was James Martin, mm-hmm. um, and he yeah. was with um, a. a, a a chef um, who I hadn't seen before, but I noticed this chef. He was disabled, and he had he had one arm, but the other arm he had where is a spatula, he had a short sleeve t shirt, mm-hmm. and and from the short sleeve t shirt he had a hand. Ah, and ah. I thought, oh well, how was he going to make pastry? Anyway, he he made the the he, the, he made it in a, a mixer. He put in the um, sugar and butter in the mixer and mixed that together, mm-hmm. and then he put in. Um, uh, flour, yeah. and uh-huh. uh, but he mixed that in and uh, double cream. I'd never known pastry to be made with double cream. Oh, that sounds uh, good. Uh, and he put mm. that in, and so I thought, oh, I'm going to try it. So I did, and so that's what I use for the apple pie now. So there's cream in the pastry. Yeah, cream in the pastry. Oh, yeah, okay. and I'd never, I'd never seen that. No, I mean, I oh, never heard of it. No, 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 no. Well, I hadn't, and I was when I saw this chef doing it, and then when he come to, he, could, he rolled it out himself, even though, like I say, he only had. Uh, not much of an arm. Uh, mm. He rolled it out himself and cut it. You know, he obviously got used to picking up the tins with his, you know, with his arm and put. He made just small ones, actually individual ones. But I right. decided to make a bigger. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But I right. always like to cook the even with the baked well tart as well. I like to cook the pastry, the bottom layer first. Mm, cook it I, blind. Yeah, then. yeah, uh-huh. that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. Cook it blind. That doesn't mean with your eyes shut. No. <laughs> So but yeah, not for a technical quite, term uh, for us chefs. For about ten uh, minutes, just to cook it a bit, so it won't mm. won't be all soggy. Because I think there's no. nothing. So worked. you make your pastry with your, with your cream in it now, yeah, and then yeah. you, what apples do you use? Well, I use uh, Bramley apples are nice because they're cooking apples. Bram- so Bramley, Bramley, uh-huh. yeah, they're, mm. they're cooking apples. I like them, and they they're cooking apples. They're different to normal apples. Yes, because Bramley apple, you have to put a lot of sugar in mind because they're very um, they're quite tart otherwise mm. um but they, they soon you put them in a pan and they, you know they soon fall go go mushy mm. you know they're nice when they go mushy mm-hmm. so and then you cover it with the same pastry that you put on yeah, the bottom that's right yeah so in yeah. the pie there's only apple yeah and sugar and sugar Cause, yeah yeah because the sugar tastes good yeah well it, otherwise it, it goes a bit uh, yeah, yeah. It, yeah okay so you got pat's recipe for bakewell tart and apple pie yeah. you go and check them out obviously she's not giving you any technical information <laughs> but 
Just wing it. Well, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. The, the, that pastry for the... Um, uh, for the apple pie, uh, yeah, for the apple pie with the double cream in, uh, on the internet comes under Ronnie's apple pie. Ronnie's apple pie. Yeah, he's called Ron. He was called Ronnie the chef. I'd never seen him. Well, I'm guessing if it's Ronnie's apple pie. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. Choosing someone else's name is a bit weird. Yeah, yeah. that's right. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. And now I need to eat both of them. <laughs> you need to activate your sexy. Activate your sexy. Silk and smooth and snap. Silk and smooth and snap. Now lean with it. Lean. Throw a little sheen in it. Sheen. Say bat, bat, bat. Dishes back. Tickety boo. Her name is Debbie. Posh British lady. She loves Italian lifestyle more than her tea. Debbie's back with her wonderful quiz, which is called. Debbie is humming a tune. I've just changed the name. <laughs> That's more appropriate. Trying. She's going to try and hum a tune and stick on one tune rather than mix yeah. it. Because last time we don't know if it was actually a mix of George Michael's Faith and Footloose. But it's a mashup. You don't know the remix? There's a famous remix of them too, I'm sure. If not, there should be. George Michael's dead. Kevin Bacon's still alive. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm related mm. to everybody. Yeah. I'm related to everybody, as mm. Debbie told us last time. Seven steps. So I'm ready. I'm ready for this one. Okay. Are you guys ready? ready Off you go, Debbie. Song two. Go on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same as every other song. That's not. Is that the end? That's the first clip. I think you can probably get it mm-hmm. from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Should I do it again? Go on. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a car horn. Okay. Bit more. Go on. Tainted love. Yes. Hey, I got something right. Well done. Very good. By who? Who sang that? Soft Cell. And what's the song about? Oh, I have no idea. Should I? That's about being gay, in it. Tainted love. Yeah. So go on. So give us the whole rendition of it. Go on. As soon as I cut you short. Go on. You missed your calling. <laughs> so, Tainted Love by Soft Cell. Okay. Okay, very good. Let's yeah. see how many people out there got that right. I'm sure they. Okay, so we'll see you again <laughs> next time. I did very well this time. At least this time I guessed it. Oh, or I did very well. Oh, you did very well. Yeah. You're improving yes, in the second so. time. Yeah. We'll see you again next time for okay. the next Debbie Hums That Tune. <laughs> Bish, bash, bosh. Well done, Debbie. Ding dong. <laughs> Bye. Bye. See you next week. Bye. See you next week. Doesn't matter where you are, in the car or at the bar. If all you can sing your ears, another word for thanks is cheers. Here's the new kid from the block. If for you around the clock, shining on his English lips, Chris. Is an anagram of risk. Chris!